0: Hey guys, Hustlers Daily is back once again with its all new episodes. I am your host Ashna and I will introduce you to the stories of new age entrepreneurs every week. So let's dive in. Today we are hosting Adarsh Maheshwari, founder of Delhi-based company Spendcubes. Spendcubes provides services such as telecom auditing, telecom expense management and telecom analytics to various companies across the world. Adarsh started working at the age of 17 by doing promotions activity for Godfrey Phillips. He has also worked with AllServe BPO, Six Sigma Operating Services, Infosys, where he learned about telecom expense management. After quitting Infosys in 2011, he founded iGeeta Knowledge Services and in 2017, Spendcube's brainchild of Adarsh was born. Till date, Spendcube has helped customers to reduce $50 million worth of costs globally. So let's hear about his journey from Adash himself. Please welcome Adash Maheshwari. Hi, Adash.
1: Hi, Ashna. Thank you for having me.
0: Hi, hi. So yeah, Adash, you are running a company called Spendcube in Delhi, right? Yes. Okay. So Spendcube is a new idea or did you apply it before as
1: well? So uh, I started a company called Aigita Knowledge Services in 2011. Uh, and uh, it was into telecom expense management. Uh, we were two promoter uh, directors in the company. However, uh, me and my partner, uh, you know, thought of split parting ways uh, because he started a hotel, uh, he went into hotel industry and I continued into data analytics and telecom analytics. So uh, new company Spentubes was born in, uh, in September 2017.
0: Oh, nice. So, uh, you were also working with a VPO called AllServe, right?
1: Yes. It was uh, ages ago in 2004.
0: So you started uh, by taking a mere job of calling operator, right?
1: Yes, that's right. So uh, I started with uh, with doing promotions outside, uh, you know, pan cigarette shops, Uh, then, uh, you know, found a job in a call center, uh, then moved to another company called uh, IQ Resource, uh, where I met with uh, Mr. Sarvesh Gura. He was uh, one of my uh, initial mentors uh, with whom, uh, you know, we we started uh, this uh, telecom venture in SOPS.
0: Okay, okay. So, are you the sole founder of Cubes or uh, is there somebody else also with you? Uh, It's just me. Okay, it's just you. So, how do Uh, you guys operate?
1: Uh, actually, technically, it's not just me, it's uh, me and my team. Uh, they have been associated with me for, for about 10-11 years. So, I cannot say that I'm just a sole founder. Everyone is a founder over here. But in terms of paper directors, I am the director in the company.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, did you guys avail any outside funding or is it self-funded?
1: Uh, it's self-funded. Uh, we uh, In this uh, kind of venture, you do not require a lot of startup cash. Uh, so we 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 use the paid up capital uh, for all the expenses, which was mere two lakh rupees.
0: Okay, okay, that's great. So, what compelled you to become an entrepreneur? Uh,
1: in terms of uh, there, there was uh, I I always had this uh, you know uh, in me that I wanted to become an entrepreneur. So there's a funny story I. Started my first so uh you know my first job is not even Godfrey Phillips. uh no, uh when i was in my 10th standard uh i realized that uh you know the, uh, there's in in uh, ferozabad uh you could get those uh crystal ganeshis and uh you know um all the glassware very cheap and manufacture it and sell it in delhi Uh, So, uh, you know, with uh, some startup cash, uh, 15-20,000 rupees, uh, got into that in my 10th standard and, uh, you know, started uh, manufacturing glassware items and, uh, you know, selling it to our cheese galleries in Delhi. Uh, But that failed. Mm -hmm. That failed. I was pretty young. Nobody paid me money.
0: Okay, that's interesting. A glassware. Yes. And how old were you then?
1: Uh, I was in my tenth standard, so would be around uh, fourteen years old.
0: Fourteen years old. So yeah, th- I think this journey is very long, and you have come a long way with pen cubes.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So,
0: so, is it like? How do you avail? Uh, give your services to the clients. So, is it completely uh, digitally, uh, digital, or do you service the clients by going to their place also?
1: Uh, no, it's it's completely remote, and we uh, just do telecom analytics and auditing. Uh, so, wherein we look at uh, larger data points, uh, you know, where we can uh, where we can save costs. So, there's no need of uh, visiting the customer. And uh, to be very honest, I have not met a single customer, uh, you know, in past uh, twelve years, thirteen years of working in this industry.
0: Okay. So, uh, what's the most common reason for people failing or giving up?
1: Uh, The most common reason uh, for entrepreneurship, uh, are you asking about entrepreneurship or something
0: else? Uh, I'm asking about starting a company or generally starting a business.
1: Uh, starting a business uh actually reasons for failing can be many uh you know uh, there could be uh lack of team coordination not uh, not enough startup capital uh you know uh, you may not have thought through uh, your vulnerabilities or uh, the areas uh, of weaknesses uh it is Extremely important for you to understand your weaknesses more than you understand your strengths uh, because for every entrepreneur, um, you have to focus on your weakness and convert them to strengths rather than focusing on your strength to convert them to weakness. Um, so, uh, you know, I have a great example on this. Um, I was going to a place called Dhanalti. Have you been there? Uh, no,
0: um, I have been to some remote places in Himachal, like McLeod Ganj and I haven't been to Dhanalti yet. Okay. I, I'm planning to so, go there.
1: Okay. So I was going to uh, Dhanalti with my family. Uh, you know, we just bought a new car, wanted to test it out. And some friends called me up and said that it's snowing over there. I said, good. Uh, you know, I wanted to see uh, snowfall for the first time. So I, uh, you know, we made an impromptu plan and uh, started to Dhanalti. Now, mm-hmm. what happened was um, when we crossed Missouri, um, there was a, a the snow became ice uh, because there was dew in the, in the morning and the dew froze. So uh, snow was as slippery as ice and my car, uh, you know, would not move anymore. Uh, it was turning on its own axis. So my problem uh, was lack of friction. Now uh, you know I had no idea how to fix it. Uh, I ran down, uh, you know, about two kilometers to get help. Uh, there were a couple of locals walking up. Uh, they they said, uh, "Okay, let's look, let's take a look." Uh, and then um, you know, one person uh, one person put the mats in front of the car to give it increased traction. And me and uh, me and one more guy, we pushed the car from um, from behind. Uh, in such a way that we could turn the car on its own axis right now Mm -hmm. our weakness was our uh, ability to uh, you know uh, get any traction and that became our strength in moving the car around on its own axis so instead of going uphill we started coming downhill and that's how we got our car out and this is how uh, you you should this is why you should know your weaknesses and be able to convert them to strengths.
0: Correct, correct. I agree with you. So, uh, what do you believe in personally as an entrepreneur? uh, Smart work or hard work? Uh,
1: Actually, smart work is better. Uh, Hard work does not pay.
0: Okay, so you are saying that you don't work 16 or 18 hours a day?
1: No one should do that. Um, Okay. So uh, there's a very important concept for anyone young starting a new company. Uh, You know, if you're working 16 hours a day, no matter how much you love your work, uh, it's going to take a toll on your health. Okay, I did that for a long time. Uh, I gained weight and I was uh, angry all the time, Uh, you know, and uh, eventually your work suffers. Uh, If you're working, you know, 40 hours, 50 hours a week, uh, I think that should be good enough. You should. Learn to cultivate some uh, some extracurricular uh, some extra activities. You should learn something. You know, maybe dance, maybe music, maybe uh, you know. uh, I do a lot of mountaineering. Uh, Do something uh, you know else apart from work, uh, so that you are able to get new ideas uh, out of the new areas that you uh, work in. So, uh, you know, you work smart, you work less, you make more money, and you stay alert. Uh, in addition to this, uh, fitness of your, uh, you know, overall mental and physical fitness matters a lot. Your productivity increases, uh, you know, so this uh, this might sound, uh, you know, a little surprising, but uh, your brain consumes the most amount of calories, uh, pound-to-pound weightage, uh, you know, Uh, every gram every uh, pound of brain will consume 110 uh, calories whereas every muscle in your body will just consume six calories so uh, you know in order to keep your brain healthy uh, you know in order to work uh, you know not get into depression and get the work done uh, you need to stay fit Mm
0: -hmm. and you
1: need to devote enough time to yourself
0: that's right. That's right. So, uh, what is your a normal day at Spend Cubes looks like?
1: Uh, I work about uh, seven to eight hours uh, a day. Uh, mm-hmm. When I'm working, I'm wired up. I'm not talking to anyone. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, when I'm not working, we we are uh, we. Uh, we're having fun, uh, you know. All these, uh, everyone has fun in our office. Uh, you know, we are free to play music. Uh, you know, grab a beer from the fridge. Uh, maybe uh, you know, uh, call friends, uh, watch movies, or do whatever. Play games. Uh, but uh, when you're working, you uh, you you wired up. Nobody talks to you uh, because the, uh, the the job requires extreme amount of concentrations. Uh, you have to uh, view uh, audit millions of pages of invoices. So with, without you getting the work done, you cannot even get, up of your, uh, get out of your seat. So uh, even to take a leak. So, uh, you know, when you're working, you're working. And when you're not, you can just play, do whatever you want, you know. So uh, that's the kind of work culture that we have over here in spend Cubes.
0: Right, right. That's, that's true. So uh, what do you think about starting young uh, or starting late? In life, but with a startup, of
1: course. Uh, younger the better. Uh, however, uh, you know, it does not. Uh, it does. Uh, I do not mean to um, de uh, demotivate uh, anyone who's starting late. Uh, actually, uh, the reason why I'm saying younger the better is when you grow older, uh, you know, your imagination decreases with time uh, and i'm i mean this as a no no offense but uh, you know when you go to a child and and say that uh, you know this house can fly uh, uh, the, the child will come back and say yeah uh, let, let me see how let, let's check it uh, let's try to do it let's do uh, let's try to achieve it right mm-hmm. when you uh, you know pose the same question to an older person uh, they will uh, you know laugh it off right uh, so uh, so your imagination slowly decreases and your uh, responsibilities uh, slowly, uh, you know, increase. Uh, you have family, you have kids, it's uh, difficult to, you know, quit your job and uh, see yourself without a job, uh, you know, that happens without uh, any social security. Uh, it's difficult to start at an uh, at an older age. Nevertheless, uh, I know a lot of people who have started at a uh, at an uh, at an age uh, which is about forty, forty one, forty two, and that uh, they're doing good at it. They're pretty good at it.
0: Yeah, that that I agree. That of course the age gives you the leverage. So if you are starting by say 21, 22, just start of the college, so it gives you a lot of time to experience things. And if you're still not ready to go into the entrepreneurship full-time, you can just go and have a job later on. So, yeah, I think age gives you the leverage, right?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay. So, uh, Adarsh, what were uh, the hurdles which you personally fa- faced while starting these companies? Uh, there were two companies. One was I was iGeeta and the other one was Cubes, right?
1: Um, yes. So during um, uh, you know, what we did was, um, so uh, funny story how we started Aigita. Uh, me and my partner, we were good friends for over 10 years. Uh, we just, uh, you know, we were drinking uh, one night and uh, he said, uh, you know, let's start a company. I said, uh, I'm game. Uh, if we remember this tomorrow morning, we are definitely going to start a company. And mind it, we were drinking, uh, we started drinking seven in the night. Uh, 7 in the evening, and this was 4 a.m., right? Oh. So mm-hmm. if we remember that we've spoken about starting a company, then we are going to meet at uh, TJIF, uh, and uh, we'll start a company. So, uh, you know, uh, fortunately, both of us remembered. Uh, we went to TJIF. Um, we uh, thought about a name of the company, started it. Um, at that time, uh, we had no customers. Um, we... Uh, I uh, I was financially pretty unstable. Uh, I was uh, I I had a lot of loans, EMIs on my uh, you know uh, going on, and uh, and having no job would have made it uh, you know uh, worse. So uh, nevertheless, uh, once committed, uh, we thought of, you know we thought of a business plan uh, that will execute our uh, my existing. Uh, uh, telecom expense management expertise uh, because I helped to set up uh, telecom expense management in Infosys. I was pretty good at it. Uh, people knew me, so it would have been easier to get customers. Uh, eventually, okay. uh, you know, when we started uh, for a few months, I was struggling for uh, struggling for cash. Um, my wife uh, helped a lot. Uh, you know, we uh, we both somehow she was working. Uh, in uh, uh as a manager in a different company at uh, that time so uh, she was able to support the household whereas we uh, and and could give me enough money so that i could uh, go sit in the coffee shop and uh, you know work uh, all day uh, till the coffee shop closes so that's how i started um, so initial hurdles were to get customers To get uh, to uh, you know uh, some seed capital, and I did not want uh, to uh, to. get any funding from outside which would mm-hmm. dilute my shares at the beginning when um, the sh- uh, the shares will be sold at a very cheap value i know the product is valuable uh, that we have the service is really valuable and uh, you know we when we can sell it for uh, much higher uh, eventually why uh, why take money at the very beginning uh, you know right. so uh, you have to choose between Uh, between comfort right now and uh, eventual gains. And you have to make an optimized, uh, you know, uh, an an analyzed uh, bet. What would you like to do? You know, right. and it depends on the company. Uh, our our work did not require a lot of startup capital. Uh, again, we just started at, uh, you know, about two lakh rupees at paid up capital, uh, got computers on rental, uh, got internet. Uh, Manish lent his uh, basement to us, uh, you know, to start operating. We hired a couple of good people. Uh, and, and team is, uh, you know, one thing I forgot, team uh, is the mm-hmm. most important thing, uh, you know, uh, you you have to have a good team uh, to get anything done, and uh, for startups, it is important that your team is as dedicated as you, and can handle multiple roles. So, uh, you know, one uh, for an example, one person may, uh, you know, I would uh, I would do housekeeping sometimes. Uh, you know, we did not have enough cash to pay someone to get uh, uh, i would do housekeeping uh, i'll make the tea sometimes for everyone um, uh, you know similarly other folks would uh, somebody would do the accounting uh, get the accounting done someone would uh, get other things sourced someone would build a website You know, uh, and uh, Mm -hmm. a lot of friends helped out in initial website building, um, approaching the clients and all that. So uh, everything, uh, you know, when you start putting in efforts in the right direction, uh, everything starts to fall into place eventually. And that's what happened. And, uh, you know, our first year uh, turned out to be profitable. Second year was uh, greater profits. Third year was even higher profits. So uh, we started growing And, uh, you know, you would be surprised to know Mm -hmm. the team that we had in uh, Aigita times is still Mm -hmm. with us.
0: Oh, wow. So, how many team members do you have right now?
1: Uh, About seven people.
0: About seven people. And you are running a very, very profitable company. Uh,
1: Because it's seven people who know their work, uh, you know, uh, 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 who know their work. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, You you are able to make profits out of less people. So, uh, we... uh, in our uh, line of work, you do not require a lot of people. You require a lot of expertise. Uh, people who are, uh, you know, uh, who understand telecommunications, who understand contract law. Okay. okay. Uh, so engineering, you understand telecommunication engineering. You understand contract laws to read the contracts. You understand accounting to read the accounting. And you understand how to do sales. In order to, uh, you know, so everyone in the company has these capabilities. So everyone is trying to uh, sell, uh, uh, sell in terms of uh, sell the service providers, uh, so they can issue more refunds. You have to prepare your case and uh, you know make it a sell, uh, and uh, everyone is. Uh, good accountant everyone uh, understands telecom networks uh, most of them understand telecom networks better than uh, you know better than your ctos average ctos mm. in a company so
0: right. uh,
1: these qualities are fairly rare to find and that's why we that's why we excel at what we do
0: great so what are your best tips on uh, startup hiring the initial hiring that happens for the core team
1: for the core team you should look for uh, people uh, who um, who are uh, first, most important thing is they're loyal. Second, their ability to learn and evolve. So uh, uh, what I would normally do is, uh, and it applies to my business, I don't know how much it applies to anyone else, but uh, I assume most of the points would. So uh, in order to hire a great team, you first need to understand what are their, um, uh, you know, uh, uh analytical capabilities their understanding mm-hmm. their ability to uh, ability to ro- deal with the problems because there are going to be problems they, uh you know government uh, will create some uh, some problem uh, you know they'll start gst one day they'll end gst one day they'll change some law one day so your team should be able to uh, you know work around all those hurdles um second is they should be loyal to the company not to you to the company uh, mm-hmm. third is they should be able to challenge you you may be a subject matter expert but uh, you know 10 heads are better than one so everyone in the team should be encouraged to ask questions to you and uh, you know challenge you at every point uh, tell you when you're wrong and as soon as you uh, you know that you're uh, you're wrong instead of taking it on your uh, you know on uh, on your ego uh, you should be able to understand and improve mm-hmm. on that so organizations which are small startups should uh, you know um, sh- everyone working in them should be treated as a partner and not an employee this is how you'll make big eventually
0: right so uh, adarsh uh, when uh, people like, like when pe- people with no money absolutely when they start up they have two options one is to take loan from the banks the other one is to avail outside funding so what are your views on this what should we go for
1: um i think neither and i was uh, you know i was thinking the other day uh, how this can be resolved And, um, okay, Uh, so here is an idea. I want to, uh, you know, I want to to throw it out um, so everyone could hear it. And if someone wants to start it, uh, you know, someone wants to work on it with me, uh, they're welcome and we can can think about something on the lines. So the idea is uh, every startup, uh, you know, every startup faces some challenges. Uh, Mm. uh, Some startups face challenges in terms of financing some face challenging uh, challenges in terms of uh, getting clients, some mm-hmm. face challenges in terms of getting more um, better employees and, uh, you know, so on. Uh, some, some people are not able to handle logistics. Uh, you know, there they may be different, uh, different areas of expertise of everyone. Uh, like I can, uh, you know, for uh, the life of me, I cannot go to a client and sell anything. Um, I can do. Uh, I can get them good refunds, but I cannot uh, go ahead and uh, you know do cold calls and get sales. Now uh, the idea is to integrate everyone uh, into one um, one cooperative, wherein everyone remains an entrepreneur and everyone remains a partner. Um, and um, you know you with this kind of setup, you are agile enough. Uh, to uh, uh, to get customers and, and uh, you know work uh, work mm-hmm. for the customers right, uh, right in right. the way they want and you're big enough uh, with, with so many people col- collaborating together so many entrepreneurs collaborating together uh, let's right. say 200 startups collaborate together uh, somebody is in the field of uh, engineering. Someone is in the field of uh, market research. Someone is in the field of software development. Someone is in the field of blockchain development. So you have a uh, you know uh, everyone comes together, uh, runs one brand uh, under uh, under their uh, under that brand they run their own companies now with this model uh, all the problems will be solved uh, most of the problems can be solved and uh we can take on companies like Accenture, uh, Infosys, because they they have monopolized the market. They have kind of oligopolized the markets. Um, I cannot go to Genpack. Uh, I'm I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I cannot go to GE or Fidelity or uh, you know any large customer and make a pitch because I'm just a 7, seven, uh, seven people company. And mm-hmm. a lot of people face challenges like these. So um, so with this model. Everyone can come together. We can be a 500 people company and 500 experts company uh, and take on, uh, you know, the biggest, uh, the biggies in the world. Right. Everyone. Right. So, and this will also solve a lot of financing problems. Uh, You know, instead of one company have to give a 40% stake for a seed capital, uh, you know, there could be, uh, there could be, a much lesser amount negotiated for providing seed capital to so many uh, so so many companies, you know. So uh, right. everything uh, is better when it is big.
0: Right, that's true. Like there are a lot of countries who are currently trying to bridge the gap between the startup and the market. So basically, uh, Singapore has this, this theory of uh, having everything in one building from startup founders to VCs and in, uh, other different types of incubators in one building itself where people can go and meet these people, pitch their product and also avail a lot of facilities such as sales and services from them. But yeah, I think India has a lot to gain at that, uh, at the space which we are going at. So yeah.
1: So uh, you know, uh, this uh, uh, we could work like an ant model. uh, You know, uh, uh, so ants uh, like they work together. They work hard. They work together, and they can uh, move. You know, three times their body weight. uh, um, Mm. So three hundred percent of their body weight, uh, they can move in one time. It's uh, and the strength is uh, being together. So uh, if everyone is together, uh, strives towards a common goal, everyone is rich
0: right so you are basically a b2b company with service domain right You've uh, yes.
1: A company.
0: yes. so what are your uh, views on uh, scaling it to into a product are you seeing spend cubes sometime uh, developing it in uh, in a product
1: um I don't want to develop into uh, a, a product because a lot of companies uh, you know internationally have already done it uh, they have been fairly successful but uh, in order to Keep the freshness and the uniqueness of my model. I don't want to develop into, uh, develop this into a product. Keep it as a service. Because that is how my customers will make most money. Uh, telecom is an evolving market. If you make one product, there will be errors that... That will not be suited over here. So, uh, Mm. you know, every two months, the errors change, the the things change. So, uh, building it into a product will be doing injustice uh, to my customers. So, this particular company, uh, Telecom Mm. Audit Services, specifically, I'll not convert them into a product. But, yes, I'm thinking about two other products in the same, uh, in a similar uh, fashion uh for a larger smaller uh, you know larger scale smaller audience
0: oh nice okay so you are planning to stay in the service domain itself right yes so don't you think like going out and uh, getting customers uh, and every time like new new customers it's a daunting task don't you think yes
1: so? yes it is uh, and that's why i never do it i've not uh Uh, sold to a customer directly. So what I've done is uh, I've created my uh, core focus is uh, work. Uh, My core focus is delivery, service delivery. So if I start doing selling, a lot of my mind and energy is diverted towards getting customers. Uh, And why should I do it when there are so many companies working in uh, different areas who already have customers? Um, Why not uh, partner with them? So, uh, you know, what I try to do is uh, all my... Uh, get all my customers through alliances so uh, there'll be companies who are law firms who are uh, you know chartered accountant companies and who do not have an expertise in telecommunication so I approach them uh, uh, do a, a you know uh, a revenue sharing model and uh, they give me their clients so it saves me a lot of time energy and money uh, going out visiting customers selling to them and uh, you know uh, instead, I can be focused on my core uh, core work, and uh, and also uh, be able to enjoy some uh, solitude and time uh, time outside. Do some adventure activities that I like.
0: Okay, nice. So, uh, Adarsh, what are some specific roadblocks to watch out for? Narendra Modi government has already introduced some schemes related to the startup domain, right? So, uh, what do you think uh, there are some specific roadblocks?
1: Specific roadblocks, there are a lot. Uh, So, there is angel tax, uh, you know, angel tax that you should watch out for. Um, There are compliances more than you can imagine. Uh, Every time you go into a market, into a new product, you should always ensure that you are complying with the existing laws and yet, uh, you do not know when the government may amend a law retrospectively, which will impact you, right? Mm-hmm. So that is that is a problem working in the in this country starting uh, starting uh, you know a small uh, or a new business. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, you should take legal advice and uh, you know never skip on taking legal advice and uh, you know uh, and uh, and. Uh, and uh, Compliance advice from the experts, uh, you know, uh, that Mm -hmm. is important. Uh, Do not skip on our compliances. Do not skip on your taxes. Do not, uh, you know, uh, do not ever uh, uh, try to find your way around to do things because it might just come and bite you. Uh, so mm. it is very important that you follow the existing compliances. And, uh, if there are hurdles, uh, try to consult with uh, with people who are in the domain and uh, you know, it uh, uh it would be a good idea that uh, you know all the all the startups could maybe connect together uh, you know on one forum uh, whoever is listening to you could connect on one forum and uh, any problems specific problems that they have uh, or somebody <laughs> else has uh, we can mutually discuss it and try to find out solutions for everyone. So maybe once a week, twice a week. And it's just a suggestion, uh, you know, uh, this way uh, startups, uh, everyone will feel more secure, uh, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, since you are in the taxation division, your startup is into the t- uh, tax analysis, right?
1: So yes.
0: uh, what do you think? Uh, was GST a great idea?
1: Um, GST is not a good idea, uh, specifically for me, uh, because um, earlier we were exempt, we as a company were exempt of any service taxes, uh, because all our services are export. And, uh, you know, to clarify, I'm not uh, into taxes within uh, India, I'm just looking at taxes internationally on telecommunication services specifically. So my niche is taxes on telecommunications. However, I know a little bit about GST. Um, It was a a poorly executed idea, uh, wherein startups like me, who who, uh, who were earlier exempt of service tax, had Mm -hmm. to pay GST out of their own pockets because they could not bill GST to their international clients. And we were supposed to get our money back. From uh, the government in a stipulated time, and I do not think anyone, including me, I don't, I have not got the money yet, and uh, it's been almost one and a half years since I applied for those refunds. So poorly executed idea. I lost a lot of money so far, and uh, even on that money, I have to pay taxes because it was my revenue. Uh, <laughs> So it's, um, it was really poorly executed idea.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, So what are some good and bad examples of your topic of expertise? Which you have seen?
1: Uh, um, Can you uh, elaborate on the question, please?
0: Yeah. So basically, what are some good and bad examples? So suppose if someone is starting a business in your domain, so what do you think, like, why do many people succeed and why do many people fail?
1: Starting a business in my domain. Okay, so if you want to start a business in my domain, one is that you have to have detailed understanding how telecom networks run. Mm-hmm. Then you have to have understanding of how um, accounting is done. And then uh, read through policies uh, of taxation uh, and the changes that are applied in every country, every mm-hmm. uh, And a lot of countries have federal structures. So such as America is one of our biggest areas that we work in. So Mm -hmm. every state in America has a different taxation structure and understanding of the law, right? So Mm -hmm. you have to be familiar uh, with the laws. So uh, if you really want to start a company... uh, in telecom expense management or spend management, um, you really have to understand data and uh, data that you're working on, uh, contract okay. language, and, uh, and uh, service providers, how they operate. Uh, other than that, uh, okay. if, uh, if, if you do that, you stay calm. I think it should be a successful venture.
0: Okay. And what are some not to do's?
1: not to do's uh, do not uh, so uh, not to do's are not specific to my business are towards every business you cannot start a uh, startup project without uh, or a company without understanding uh, the business fully you should be a subject matter expert of your business second you cannot lose hope very quickly people tend to lose hope uh, in the initial, uh, you know, initial few months. You cannot lose hope quickly. Um, third is, if if you're doing the work as per plan, you have to make smaller milestones uh, in uh, towards your eventual goal and feel happy once you hit the milestone. And also make sure if you're not hitting a milestone, you understand the reasons why you did not hit a milestone and Uh, uh, and correct yourself so this uh, this way you are able to correct yourself within uh, uh, a you know within a smaller time frame instead Mm -hmm. of waiting for the end result uh, at the end and uh, then realizing that uh, you know I was wrong somewhere in the middle
0: I will uh, uh, encourage my listeners to follow these ideas if they want to start a company into the telecom domain Uh, let's move on to the next question so, what do you think can't be replicated about Spendcubes?
1: Uh, spend cubes? Spend uh, cubes, our culture of uh, our cultures of delivering, uh, a focus on delivery uh, is something that I'm really proud of. So, uh, you know, even if we are last minute towards the deadline, uh, even if there is one mistake uh, in the entire thing. Uh, you know, I will make sure that the product is, uh, you know, our uh, our data is not delivered to the client. Uh, 100% accuracy mm-hmm. is must uh, for any delivery. And that is what sets us apart. Second is never take, uh, you can never, uh, we n- never uh, overbill or overcharge our customers. We make sure that even if their contract says that uh, you you know, you have to pay X amount of money, and we feel the work was done uh, in lot less. So, uh, you know, instead of following the contract, we will, uh, we will, uh, you know. Tell them that uh, your, your contract, let's say, was $5,000. We were able to complete the work, make the same amount of profits in $4,000. Uh, you know, we are just going to bill you $4,000. So uh, this has been done a lot of times. And this way, we are able to retain every customer. Uh, this way, customers do not go away. They have trust. Uh, they, they help you out. And it is very important uh, for you to develop trust with the customer because... Um, uh, there will be times when you will falter. Uh, There will be times when you will make errors, despite your best efforts. There will be times uh, when uh, things may not work in favor of you. At that time, the trust built with the customer will eventually come and rescue you because everyone understands it is human to error. But, uh, you know, and and, uh, that's where all this trust will come into the picture. So, um, we work uh we work with knowledge, mm-hmm. we work with values, and we work mm-hmm. uh we work towards a goal uh where our customers are the first.
0: Great. Great that's that's really great to hear, Adarsh. So uh are there any tools or books that have really helped you? Uh
1: actually most of my work is done on Excel and uh, you know, on our uh language. So uh there, there are no particular sets of tools that we use. We use a lot of uh, human intellect because, um, you know, in our industry, the errors uh, that we are trying to identify have been made by machines, uh, right. have been made by automated systems. So, uh, in all, uh, you can never catch, uh, you know, all the errors or 95% of the errors if you're using a similar machine. Right. So, um, you know, a lot of human intellect Goes into that. Uh, however, uh, you know, Excel and uh, R are great tools to analyze the data.
0: Right. Okay. Cool. So you just follow the Excel, and no other tools are involved, right?
1: Um, Excel and R. Excel and R.
0: Okay. And any books which you recommend?
1: Uh, i I've, I've recently read uh Born a Crime* by Trevor Noah. It's an okay. uh, it's an amazing experience of. Uh, um you know of life during apartheid in south africa uh, he's a great guy uh, has a, um, a show called the daily show in us so uh, mm-hmm. would uh, you know in case you want to read uh, would recommend it's a very nice book
0: sure uh, listeners i will mention all the tools and book mentioned by adarsh by the end of the episode and it's also in the description box if you may you can have a look over there so adarsh uh, uh, let's move on to the next question Tell me something that's true that no almost nobody agrees with you on.
1: Um, everything that is true and almost no one agrees with me. Um, I uh, I can't really think of anything. Uh, anything
0: you were uh, you were also involved into politics, right? Few years back, if I can <laughs> check your records, you yes. were with AAP, Aam Adni Party, right? Yes. Okay, so Uh, you, the belief can, anything, uh, it could be related to startup, it could be related to politics or our general life, anything.
1: Anything that I believe to be true and, um, uh, actually there's, uh, there's nothing because, uh, you know, people, uh, I think everyone feels, every human normally feels the same way as, um, you know, the the core emotions are the same. Core, Mm -hmm. four, five emotions are the same. Jealousy, uh, you know, uh, uh, jealousy, sadness, anger, uh, happiness. Uh, You know, core emotions are the same. So, uh, you know, there is no... um, uh, Everyone would feel or understand what you're doing, although they might not show it. um, uh, Everyone would feel or understand uh, what you think. It Mm -hmm. may be right or wrong from their perspective but uh, it's difficult to point out anything that uh you know I feel is right because mostly I know people who whose core beliefs are humanity so um you know I I think uh you know everyone should be treated equal so uh, everyone would agree most of us 99% would agree
0: okay cool so um like there are two major options while start, uh, while starting up, right? Uh, one is to go into the B2B domain or one is to go into the B2C domain. So seeing the situation of the country right now, what do you think is the most uh, ideal domain to get into? B2B or B2C? Um,
1: actually, um, uh, if you have, a, uh, so the choice is yours and it depends on the product that you have. Product or service that you're offering. If you are offering a product or service that is specifically uh, meant for B two B, you sh- can you should go to B two B. If you're uh, if you have a product or service that is uh, B two C, you should go to B two C. However, if your product or service could be uh, independent of B two B or B two C, could be used both places, then you should understand what is the kind of capital that you have.
0: Hmm okay cool cool so it uh, completely depends upon the product right yes okay
1: cool o- also uh, on so the startup capital uh you know if you have uh if, you, hmm? if your product is great b2c product now every b2c product requires a lot of startup cash um, you you require a lot of money so uh you know do you have enough investors do you have enough startup money uh, because that will make or break you. If you have money enough to survive for six months, uh, you know, uh, then, then you can go for B2C. Uh, uh, however, uh, you know, it would be recommended that uh, get some money out of diversify uh, your work, get some money out of, uh, you know, fixed sources and uh, let the contingency items play out as they go. So uh, so you've diversified your revenue stream uh, mm-hmm. and that way you're not dependent on one and you can uh, you know uh, you you can uh, instead of going to investors you can fund yourself directly
0: okay cool so others uh, uh, like in metro cities people already have some uh, enlightenment towards starting up or availing vc funding or just going about and pre pitching the idea to people right but you stay in Delhi and I stay in Mumbai. So uh, we know that there is some kind of startup culture, which has already been established in the, these states, right? But uh, people from uh, tier two or tier three cities are still not being like, uh, given these con- this concept of starting up. What do you think? Uh, how can we make them aware of, uh, of the schemes which are available in the market? How can we make, uh, get them introduced to new uh, inventions and everything?
1: actually um, you know it's not right when you say starting up uh, startups are prevalent in uh, in uh in metros. Uh, startups related to uh, related to IT and services are prevalent in metros because of internet connectivity, phone connectivity, uh, quality mm-hmm. of people available. Uh, however, uh, in a lot of tier two, tier three, and even villages, I've seen people starting up businesses that are unique. So I'll give you an example. Uh, you know, I, I, I do a lot of uh, trekking, mountaineering, uh, mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of uh, you know, lot of young people who were earlier doing nothing or just uh, or uh, or were in, uh, solely dependent on agriculture. Uh, have... Mm-hmm started their own homestays, their own uh, trekking adventure companies, uh, you know, smaller, smaller companies, smaller vendors, uh, uh, people, uh, people with uh, ability to deliver have started, uh, you know, uh, have started their own smaller logistics companies, Uh, the people who have started their own taxi stands, uh, you know, in Mm -hmm. remote areas. So um, I would not consider Everyone who's just in, uh, you know, uses a computer to be a startup. Everyone who is able to, uh, who's able to, um, uh, you know, start an enterprise, employ people, uh, is a good startup. So, uh, you know, uh, our our definition of startup is a bunch of uh, bunch of guys. It's uh, sitting in a com, uh, you know, with computers and internet. But that's not true. Uh, you know, people have started jam companies, uh, you know, uh, uh, Apple, they mm-hmm. make Apple providers, et cetera, et cetera. So they're doing pretty good. Uh, uh, they, there should be a way, however, to integrate uh, with them. Uh, you know, I agree on that. There should be a way to integrate with them and mm-hmm. maybe um, make their enterprise slightly more profitable.
0: Right. Right so uh we also see that there are there are there is hardly any i t company in uh, states like Chhattisgarh, bihar or u p so what do you think what is the main reason for uh, companies not moving over there um
1: uh, actually um you know most of these states that you've uh, t- uh talked about uh um, the startup companies uh, if, uh i'm sorry i t companies even if they are there. They're situated in uh, their cities. Uh, you know, uh, because of uh, because this uh, these companies require connectivity, law and order. So the m- thing, uh, most important thing is uh, law and order should be uh, established in the areas. So uh, larger companies could go there. Now, also, uh, there should be uh, uh, emphasis. Uh, on people uh, understanding or learning, uh, uh, understanding learning skills uh, in their ac- academia. So, uh, you know, w- when I come out of uh, completing my BCom honours or MCom, uh, M-com uh, I am uh, jobless because I am unhirable uh, because okay. of the education structure. So education structure needs to evolve uh, to uh, cater the needs of current industry or, uh, you know, and also uh, evolve their, the skills of people in terms of un- uh, making them understand about the society, how it works, and also, uh, you know, how risks are taken, uh, you know, to, to, make them, uh, to make them entrepreneurs on their own. Uh, currently, I don't, do not think the education system is conducive. Otherwise, why would companies like Infosys and, uh, you know, Tech Mahindra and all uh, have uh, spent so much money on people who have already completed their education, uh, you know, after hiring them to train them? Right.
0: That's true. That's completely true. I agree on that. There is some kind of law and order which we need in uh, remote areas for companies to go over there and then people so basically our education also plays a very big part in being hireable or unhireable so if you say like people today prefer going for an MBA from top-notch institutes like I am spending 20 25 lakhs uh, on the education itself and then coming out and getting a job so I think uh, we need to upgrade our education system a bit don't you think so
1: Uh, Yes. So our education system uh, is uh, makes you uh, read things, uh, uh, remember them and take exams. Uh, I think that is a flaw because uh, in a normal uh, world, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, in a normal environment, you would not be required to remember everything because everything is available on, uh, you know, Uh, on the internet uh, that you want to search, you have information on your fingertips. Now, your examinations should be such that they should be open book. It should give you, uh, it should give you um, ability to create new things. And you should be scored on creating new things rather than remembering things that somebody else has done. Uh, You know, uh, basically it does not help anymore. Uh, you have an access to internet. You can, uh, you know, you have a calculator. So uh, why not, um, if if you have an access to internet, uh, if you have an access to calculator, why, uh, you know, are kids in 10th or 12th standard? They can use it. And why not create questions that are difficult enough for them to, uh, to, you know, solve. Uh, Mm -hmm. Even after reading on the Internet or even after having an open book, I am I'm a great supporter of open book examinations. Uh, You know, you you do research your own research, build something new and deliver. Uh, That should be your exam rather than, uh, you know, remembering what you read in an equation uh, and just, uh, you know, uh, put that on a on a paper and forget about it for the rest of your life.
0: Right, right. We need, we need, the, the, I think we are years behind uh, on upgrading our education system. So it will take a lot of time to upgrade it. Uh, let's hope that uh, next two or three governments can do it. Best, uh, what absolutely. can we do? Yeah, We are just normal people. We can't do anything rather than just voting uh, in the elections, right? <laughs> uh,
1: for now, yes.
0: Yeah. So room, desk, and car,
1: which do you clean first? Room, desk, and car uh, depends what I'm going to do. <laughs> okay. uh, so um, you know, if I'm traveling, I'll clean my car first. Uh, okay, so uh, you're asking me to prioritize. What yes. would I like clean first? Uh, yes. I think uh, my my truck.
0: Your truck. Uh, yes. You own you own a truck.
1: Yes, uh, I, I own a, a pickup truck, uh, not a car.
0: Oh, nice. So, do you do your uh, traveling on that truck itself? Yes. Okay. So, you load up your family too?
1: Ah, everyone goes. Uh, so, it's Suzu V-Cross. Uh, so, everyone, uh, you know, the it's five-seater inside and you have a uh, carrying, up, you know, you have a dala outside where you can carry a lot of equipment. Uh, so, for uh, mountaineering, hiking, you need a lot of equipment. Okay. Uh, so that's how I carry my stuff. So I would normally clean my truck first, uh, then my desk. And uh, I don't worry about the room much.
0: OK, cool. What is the best tip for someone struggling to take their idea forward? Uh,
1: best tip, put it down on a piece of paper. Discuss mm-hmm. it with the most uh, you know, most analytical people around you. Uh, ask them to punch in holes. Uh, it is very important for everyone to punch in holes to your idea. Once everyone that you know has punched in enough holes, you know where you should improvise. Uh, and uh, not only punch in holes, uh, you know you can also get suggestions. So uh, and then develop this idea in order and start working towards milestones. You have to create milestones at every uh, few meters, every few. Weeks, days, months—in order for you to achieve it, feel happy about it, or take corrective measures. So um, you know that's my suggestion.
0: Great. So please let our listeners know how to find you.
1: Uh you can find me on the on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Adarsh Maheshwari. Uh, my email ID is simple Adarsh. A D A R S H. Maheshwari, M-A-H-E-S-H-W-A-R-I at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. Feel free to write to me anytime uh, and I should be able to respond within 24 hours.
0: Great, cool. So uh, listeners, that was Adarsh Maheshwari. Thank you, Adarsh. Thank you for coming uh, on the podcast.
1: Thank you, Ashna. It was my pleasure.
0: If you like this podcast, please spread the word about us to your friends and family. Do share your opinions about this podcast by sending your comments at A-S-H-A-N-A dot jha.in at gmail.com. Adarsh mentioned the tools. Uh, One of them were R and one of them were uh, Excel. Uh, The book which he mentioned was Born a Crime by Trevor Noor. I have also mentioned all the details related to this episode in the description box. With this, I will take your leave for today. See you at the next episode. Till then, keep hustling, keep working. Bye, Adarsh.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.